Episode 78, Part 1 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your Sean. And in this first hour, we talk... Well, we basically kind of give an update on Heron Woods Week. Why? Yeah. Um, and we talk a little bit of that new TV show, Cosmos. Yes. And uh, I do my movie review. Was that second hour of Veronica Mars? That was sec. No, that was the first hour. Because, first hour, yeah, right. So we got top five movies in this... We were like, oh, he watched Saw Falcon Veronica Mars? That's right, people, I did. Uh. <laughs> no, there was actually a contest that she was running Yeah, that um, you could be eligible to be her date to the premiere of the movie in Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah. I mean, she's you know happily with tax, but it was definitely yeah. like, because I, I signed up for it a long time ago. Yeah. like, yeah, okay, I'm, as a goof. I got an email from her. Uh-huh. To say like, hey, like for those people who've, who wanted to apply to be my date for the premiere, um, one more thing you got to do is donate to this charity. And I was like, well, I don't know. Yeah. okay, it looks like I'm not going to LA <laughs> 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 to hang out with Kristen Bell. Nope, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not because of the charity, just because I'm like, I'm not. I mean, signing up free and hoping for the best right. is one thing. But now you want me to show? It's like ten bucks, and I was like. Eh. Like, you know, I don't think my girl would be too thrilled if she hears like I'm getting on a plane, flat jet setting out to Los Angeles to hang out with Kristen Bell and go to the, you know, <laughs> the Veronica Mars <laughs> world premiere. <laughs> I'd be like, sorry, baby, I won. <laughs> It'd be rude. You'd be the envy of every geek out there. I mean, if, if I won, like, out of the out of the blue, right. it'd be different. But I was like, oh, yeah, I'll pay my 10 bucks, you know. Like, right. It'd be great. I'd be like, baby, um, I got something to tell you. Um, I'm flat. I want a contest. <laughs> really? Oh my god! Wait. I'm like, well, I'm hopping on an airplane. I'm going out to Los Angeles for a movie premiere. Oh my god! What movie? Veronica Mars. How'd you win that? Well, it was it was when a date with Kristen Bell. <laughs> it wasn't really when a date, but it was like be her chaperone to the movie. Yeah. It was definitely like a like a hey, you and I, you you'll go with her to the movies. Like at the, like it was more like you're chaperoning her and Dax kind of thing. Yeah. But it was definitely like a night out with her and everybody from the cast. And yeah. it was like a big thing. I was yeah. just like, all she would hear is movies, Kristen Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sorry, baby. <laughs> <clears throat> but I won. Yeah. <laughs> like, yay, me. I mean, I mean, think how good it would be for the show. Oh, yeah. I could tell her all about the Geekers thing. And then maybe I could have a call in, like, you know, we come back home. Yeah. Like the following week, you know, call her, like, hey, look, uh, I do the show. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh. You know? And then I remember calling, hi, it's Kristen. Hi, Kristen. It's Sean. <laughs> oh, my God. That would have been great. Oh, great. As soon as you got to the cherry thing, I forget it. Yeah, as soon as I saw, like, well, I gotta show up. Money for that? Fuck that. Well, because I wasn't a charity, it was actually like, now I felt like, okay, well, that was something you could have probably said, like, during the. Right. Because at the time, I probably would have had the 10 bucks. I'm like, yeah, it's 10 bucks. What the fuck? Who cares? Right. Nowadays, 10 bucks is just, it's like fool's gold. <laughs> I'm living large. I'm living t- large. T- t- 10 t- bucks. T- you know what? Get me two baconators. <laughs> Live large. <laughs> <laughs> and afterwards it'd be living larger yeah oh yeah so uh, would have been nice though we yeah. got some free publicity for the show yeah oh I agree with that oh all the people being so furious so jealous 
<laughs> then me and Chris like doing the old eh? Eh? look at me like the whole I'm, you know? sure, I'm sure you have to sign like a, a release form you know can't be more than three feet <laughs> close to her no I don't think it was like that I think it was definitely like probably with the, I sure as shit would assume that some security check would have to be done on my background yeah you know yeah or, or, you know, you're going to a premiere. It's not like I'm going to be like, oh, Chris, I'm a big fan. Now I must wear your skin. <laughs> <laughs> I love your long blonde hair. Let me scalp you and wear it as a wig. <laughs> it's not like that. I'm sure there's bouncers and stuff like right. that. Because there's security. There's yeah. Security. Boun- yeah. I'm sure of photo op- Bodyguards. Yeah. yeah. Photo opportunities. And, but, I mean, I don't know. Like, as a fan, I, 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 I can never understand that whole, like, I love you. I must kill you. Thing. I don't. If I can't have you, no, I can't. Because I, mean, I would also like because because she's with Dax Shepard. Yeah, I think I like him. Yeah, so it would kind of be like a fun night out, just the two of them being, you know, because the two of them seem kind of goofy enough as it is. Yeah, she's goofy on her own. He's goofy on his own. Like I said, there's a scene in Veronica Mars where she's standing in this bar, uh-huh. and he's one of the guys that kind of like walks by and sees her, and he's trying to pick her up. But he's like dancing real funny. He does the whole like tongue wiggle like la, 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 to her, and she's just like, like and she you know when they did the tongue, she did the whole like threw open her mouth a little bit, <laughs> which is just so funny because it's like that's your man, like <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's good. You know, so imagine just you know hanging out with the two of them, like yeah, hey, what's up, me and Dax, me and Kristen. You know, yeah. Next thing I know, so what do you do? Oh well, I'm. I'm do a podcast called Geeksters. Here's my card. <laughs> Listen, it'd be really great if you called in. Promote it on your webpage, please. If you could use the help. <laughs> yeah, She'd be like, okay, sure. She seems like that, okay, sure, kind of. Yeah. It'd be fun. <laughs> she listens to the show. <laughs> I don't think she cares. She's kind of she's sassy that way. Yeah, yeah she, she might like, actually like, like it. She she's like, what do you guys want? I'm flying out to New York. Maybe I could be on the show. That would be great. Oh, okay, sure. Oh, thank you. I let your people call me because I don't have people. <laughs> You'll be my people. Um, your people call my people. Like, boop, 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 boop. Ed, guess what? You're my people now. Just go with it. You're, if, you're my people. Huh? Just, if you get a phone call from Kristen's Bell's personal assistant, first of all, it's true. It's them. It's no prank. Just tell them, set up a meet and greet or something to get on our show. <laughs> Who is this? It's me, Ed. <laughs> don't fuck, Where don't are fuck you? with this. <laughs> Where are you? I'm in Los Angeles. When did that happen? <laughs> I won a contest. I'm here with Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard going to see Veronica Mars. How awesome is that? And I just brushed my show. <laughs> you didn't tell me? <laughs> no, it's a contest. I didn't expect to win. But I mentioned the show. Oh, okay. She wants to be on it. <laughs> Who is this really? It's <laughs> yeah, like, come on. No, seriously, dude. <laughs> You're never this excited. <laughs> Who is it's this? Chris Bell. <laughs> Look, okay, Kristen Bell can't make it. Dax Shepard, Dax Shepard. <laughs> once never removed. <laughs> if he has a good time, maybe Kristen will come on. <laughs> My good, close personal friend, Kristen Bell. Hello there, Kristen. Hi, Sean. Hi, Kristen. Is Dax there? Yeah, say hi. Hi. <laughs> we like BFFs. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
the little heart with the hand thing, like <laughs> BMF. I love you, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Who is this really? John, Kristen, I'll stand right next to me. Her people are gonna call you to set up a thing for the show. Why are they calling me? Because you're my people. <laughs> If I get paid for this, we will. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll play along. I'll just no. I'll just be like this. With my cell phone going. Oh my god! You'll never guess. Kristen Bell says she wants to be on Geekstars. <laughs> oh my god! 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 It'll <laughs> <laughs> be the first one and only time you ever see me do a selfie. Do you know? Kristen No, I know it's not him. <laughs> he Send must it. have photoshopped it. Said the dad, oh my God. What happened? I'm in Los Angeles. I'm a little sleepy, but I'm okay. It's crazy now. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So, for $10, I could have I won. <laughs> Fire in the hole, Ed. Is that right for those people who are just tuning in, going, "What the hell are you talking about?" Oh, you'll find out. Sean with a little gassy. Ooh, <laughs> a pigator didn't help either. <laughs> we also talked about my big fat geek wedding sci-fi. <laughs> so yeah, stay tuned for that. And I, I, I opened up the group, talked about my girl and our wedding plans one day. Yeah, <laughs> it's fascinating. Reading. <laughs> oh my god, Kristen Bell. Oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. My big fat quick range. Oh my god, Kristen Bell. <laughs> so, yeah, so I um, hope you enjoyed the first half, the first third. We'll be right back. All right. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And I'm still your co host, Erica. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. Oh, gosh, Bigora. It's St. Patty's Day. <laughs> or as I like to call it, Amateur Hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, look at all the drunk people who can't hold as much liquor as me. Well, okay, so have you noticed that? Well, it's not really much of a hold, hold your liquor kind of thing. It's St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving Eve, sometimes Christmas Eve, depending on the place you are. Yeah. That's where you, any holiday that the next day you have off from work... Seems to be when the bars are packed with the people who, for some reason, act like they never go out at all during the course of the year. (laughs) So this is the one night they get to be, oh, I'm a middle-aged man drinking like I'm in my 20s. Woohoo! (laughs) Yeah, let me hit on some chick that I don't even know and then throw up on her shoes. Because it's St. Patty's Day. Woohoo! Gosh, big quarter, kiss me bloody stone. <laughs> yeah, I just look at it as St. Douchebag's Day. Yeah. It's like every, like you said, every idiot comes out. And I just, I, that's why I don't go out. And I'm half Irish. So I refuse to go out. The upper half head. Yes. <laughs> the like, upper crust. Like I'm, I'm half Jewish, but it's from the waist uh, down. <laughs> I'm the upper crust of Irish society. What, what? Actually, St. Patrick always reminds me of one of my favorite jokes. All right. All right. He also gets me to do the, the accent. <laughs> it's 
guy's on his third date with this girl. Uh-huh. That's an old joke, too, by the way. So don't think I'm not stealing it from anybody or I'm not making up as I go along. It's an old joke. Right. Been telling it for like 20 years. <laughs> um, guy's on his third date with his girlfriend. Mm. Tonight's the night he's going to make the move, right? Pools, they pull into the park. They start making out. They start fumbling. He's passing first. He's rounding second. He starts to slide into third. Looking like he's going to hit a home run. Pulls out his cock. It's real small. And you hear, <laughs> she giggles. Right. So he gets pissed off, drives her home, zips up, drives her home, goes to the local bar. Starts to drown his sorrows. Right. Hour goes by, two hours go by. He's starting to feel the pressure of, I got I to I gotta break the seal. Right. You know? So he goes to the bathroom, standing in the urinal, pulls it out and starts to pee. And all of a sudden, here comes this little guy dressed all in green. Comes walking into the bathroom and unzips and then thud. Huge cock, right? <laughs> so the guy who's half lit is now looking over, like looking at the short guy, looking at himself, looking at the short guy. You know the whole back and forth thing. Yeah. Finally, he's because he's got the liquor courage going. He goes, "Excuse me, I just gotta know how'd you get such a big penis?" The guy goes, "Oh, that's easy, laddie. I'm a leprechaun. I get whatever I want." No. Nah. And the guy's like, "I get what?" He's like, "Oh, sure, lad, but you let me fuck you up the ass the first to do it." He's like, he again looks at the cock, you know, it's limp and it's huge. He's like, fuck that. I'm, I'm just kind of, no, that's all that. No. So he goes back to the bar, starts drinking some more, but now he's mulling it over in his head. Yeah. And he's looking over and he sees the little guy all dressed in green at the corner. And, you know, he's got chicks around him and all. And, yeah. you know, making jokes. All the girls like, he is so funny. And the guy's like, okay. he starts rationalizing. Okay, well, it's only going to be for a couple bit minutes. Uh, yeah, sure, I get fucked in the ass, but I got a big cock. I can get all the chicks. I'll be like this guy. Right. So he stumbles over and he goes, okay, you know what? I reconsidered. Let's do it. Guy looks and goes, okay, lady, let's go into the bathroom. And let's go back into the bathroom. He's like, okay. <laughs> they open up a stall. The guy bends over, pulls out his pants, pulls down his pants, and, he, you know, the leprechaun unzips and shoves it right up the guy's ass. <laughs> guy screams. So piercing that shot glasses are busting off in the bar. You know? <laughs> He's like, ah! And you hear, so, laddie, how old are you? Ah! Ah, 27. Ah! And what's your name, boy? Oh, uh, Steve. Ah! Oh, Steve, 27 years old and still believe in leprechauns, eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> so happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. <laughs> Let that burn in your image for a little while. <laughs> Yikes. So, how was everyone's week? It was good. It was good. Not a bad one. <laughs> it was great. And it's that's like, it. So, how was it? It was good. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. I watched uh, my favorite thing this week. I watched Cosmos. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it. Um, and none of this is a spoiler alert. It's in like some of the reviews of the show. But they brought back the... Um, now it's going out of my head. Uh, the spaceship that yeah. Carl Sagan was right. in. Um, uh, forget For those people who don't know... Cosmos used to be an old 70s show with Carl Sagan. Sagan right mm-hmm. on PBS. Yeah. It was 13. You know, billions and billions of tiny stars. And it was 13 episodes was the original one. Okay. Um, and It was all about the universe yeah. and where he came how from. How everything was made. And, right. You know, and 
um, Neil deGrasse Tyson actually, um, he, I don't know that he was a student of Carl Sagan's, but he did, um, he did speak, like he got to meet Carl Sagan. And so he talks a little bit about that during the show. And that was a very touching moment. Um, but then, you know, they bring back, they brought back the, uh, spaceship. Stop laughing at me. Of course I'm sitting there going, it's beautiful, man. Oh my god, the cosmos. Like she's seen all this wonderment about the universe and all she cares about is like I met Carl Sagan once. It was awesome. No, you know, I actually like seeing the whole He was the, touched like, by Carl. Carl Sagan was touched by Billions and billions of tiny semen. <laughs> this is called the Big Bang. <laughs> I got a joke about a leprechaun too. <laughs> <laughs> but they brought back they brought back the spaceship they brought back the cosmic calendar yeah. um which that was i gotta be honest yeah. i downloaded because i have yet i've dvr'd it but i haven't looked at it but i did download the cosmos app mm. that that does the calendar mm-hmm. kind of thing i'm like yeah. oh that's pretty cool and it's you know just the it, it puts it into perspective just what a tiny infinitesimal infinitesimal <laughs> amount of time recorded history has actually taken up this is the reason why I don't believe in global warming mm-hmm. and why I believe that there's life out there in the universe. Okay. I do believe in in life on other planets, but I do also believe in global warming. And I, I, I believe what Bill Nye says. Bill Nye says it exists. I believe what Bill Nye I, says. I understand, but I also kind of agree that... <laughs> After our, this winter, fuck global warming. Well, it ain't, it's no, a myth. I'm saying like on, on a timeline scale... Humanity has only been on Earth, what, 100,000, maybe a million years? I don't even know that we've been on that long. Right. Mm. The Earth has been evolving for 5 billion years, close to it. Mm-hmm. So you don't have... We've been only engaging you know, the global warming for 100 years, maybe? Not even that? 50 years? 60 years? I, I just... Yeah, about 50 years, I think. Okay, so let's... let's you know, let's be generous. Let's go 100 years. Let's say mm-hmm. just for shits and giggles. Okay. You got 100 years of information versus 4.9 billion years of the earth evolving, cooling, and heating. I don't think that there's enough there to support the idea that we as a species is screwing around with the earth. Because the earth has been bombarded with asteroids. It's so There's so much stuff going on in the earth that I don't think that there's enough um, information to be able to say, yeah, this is the cause. Like, okay, like this year was kind of a heavy winter. Would you mm-hmm. agree? Yeah. Lately, the following year has been a light winter. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. You know, I mean. Otherwise, I'm moving. Well, for trend-wise, like last year wasn't that bad. There was very little snow. Yeah. You know, it was kind of warm. The year um, before that was was pretty bad, though. Right. But it was in, we were getting big, ch- like big right. chunks at a time, and then we would go like a month. But it's been it. every other year that we've yeah. actually had heavy snowstorms. So I'm thinking, my perspective is just because I'm like, maybe that's just what the Earth does now at this point in its lifetime. Like, See, I, di- I disagree, but I, I'm not going <clears> to <throat> get into a whole big thing about it, yeah. but I, I disagree. I feel that the track that we're on right now, because we do have finite resources, unless we, you know, we have to start looking to space to figure out what's going on out there, what resources are out in space that we would be able to utilize. But I think that the track that we're on now is unsustainable. We have limited fossil fuels. We have limited, you know, like what we're doing is, is depleting the earth. And it's going to get to a point where we have completely fucked the earth. 
you know, made it a trash can and now we have nowhere to go. And, you know, what my fear is, is that I don't know if you saw, um, oh, what the heck was that movie that came out last year with Jodie Foster and Matt Damon? Um, Elysium? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, I knew it was something with an E, but it wasn't. It was a good movie, by the way. I, yeah, it was a good movie. But it was, it, it also, it made me panicky. Like, I, I cannot watch that movie again because it made me so panicky that we might get to that point where everybody who's left on Earth, like the rich are going to be like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Go up to a satellite in the sky right. or Mars or wherever and... Yeah. Ed looked like he did some Googling. I did some Googling. Just, to, just I was just curious of when it started, the whole idea. It was about 1890, so it's been over 100 years. Okay. So, yeah. so 120 years. Yeah. Okay, so I, I was being generous, and I wound up falling short 20 years. But I, I, I just think that we, whether or not you agree that global warming exists, I think that we do need to start looking for renewable resources and resources that aren't going to be throwing pollution up in the air and and depleting what natural resources we do have. I, I do agree to a certain point that we should look at different fuel sources, but the idea that humanity is so arrogant that we think that what we do is going to affect the planet on such a scale that we kill the Earth. The Earth, like I said, how many volcanoes have, have lined the Earth with ash? How many... Look, just look at look at it on a day-to-day basis. When Mother Nature decides, you know what, I'm going to redesign that coastline, tsunami. But that's Mother Nature, and that's something that we cannot control. Well, I'm saying but is we Mother... as humans can control our actions, and I think that we should. And I'm saying that Mother Earth doesn't care what our actions are because it's a self-containing system of ecosystem, I guess you can put it. That no matter what we do, we either A, incorporate it into, our, into its matrix... Or find a way to purge us of it. And if we keep fucking up, Mother Nature is going to be like, screw you. I'm uh, purging all of you. I, millions of species go extinct on a daily basis. And it's, eventually we're going to be one of them. We, we don't watch our shit. It's going to happen regardless. I, 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 I see it doesn't really. I mean, what we what we do now echoes through eternity. But, <laughs> and that's that's exactly my point. That's exactly the point that I'm making. But that's our arrogance that assumes that. We have scientific data showing it. That we are, in fact... For the last hundred years versus not 4.9 No, but we can also go back before we started looking at this and see what impact did deforestation have when when folks Mm. started... Like, it's not just... It's not just recorded history and from the inception of this idea of global warming. We can go back before then, look at what's in the soil, look at, at the anecdotal data. We may not be able to prove definitively, oh yeah, in 1498, you know, and when this happened, this other thing happened, but we can, we can, like, base, based on the evidence that is available, draw educated conclusions. All right. I, like I said, Earth is when the Earth is ready, it'll just wipe us out. When it's tired of our shit, it'll tell us get your shit and move out, or I'm just gonna go. And I, it's getting closer to that. No, that yeah, no, yeah, we are never going to see it. You, me, or Ed. No, not, not, people not our lifetimes anyway. I mean, you, me, no. you, me, or Ed. But you know, my nephew and his kids and his grandkids. Like <laughs> it's it's getting to that point. Like we, it doesn't make sense to stop. To not work on this now just because it's not going to affect our life. I, I, I understand that. But a hundred years, 
Uh, my nephew is four. He's not going to see 104. I would love to see him 104. But I, it's part of life. It's suns die out. Earth goes. I mean, all we are is just an organism on a bigger organism. In a even bigger organism. No, and I agree. Like, there will, there, <clears throat> not that there will, there may be a point where humans die out, where it's going to be like Doctor Who and there's the last human, you know, and, and that's it. But I was thinking more Arthur Denton, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. We got to make way for an intergalactic highway. The earth is right in the middle. We got to get rid of it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's possible, I mean, too. You never know. We are the, I would say, the underbelly of society in the global, I mean, the in the in the intergalactic theory. You figure if there's a UFO flying by, do you really want to land? No. no. I mean, <laughs> they achieve flight out me? in space. If I could get my ass on a shuttle, I would be out of here. Sure. Just to see what's out there. But it would be like driving through going... No, it'd be like good planet. Roll up bad, the windows. Good lock planet, the doors. bad planet. Good planet, bad planet. <laughs> Coming up on Earth, kids, wind the windows up. <laughs> lock the doors. Step on the gas a little bit. <laughs> run through a couple red lights. <laughs> Just keep moving, kids. Don't, keep moving. Don't make eye contact. Yeah. They're sending out signals. Ignore them. Ignore them. Because next thing you know, they'll be begging for money and we won't be able to get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> I watched your window, sir. Can There's I get a tip? A bunch of, you know, homeless no, I, looking. I don't, I don't need my windows done. Get <laughs> off. You got to Mary, thanks. Humanity's in a big... There's two bits. Get the fuck out of here. Dusty trench coat with their underwear hanging out and a squeegee gone. <laughs> Wash your ships for your sir. That's what the astronauts are doing on the International <laughs> yeah. Space Station. Can I wash your windows? I'm trying to feed my nine billion kids. No, no, <laughs> I don't need my windows done. God Stop. bless you. God, fucking light needs to turn already. God bless you. Sure, bring him in here. <laughs> He's got nothing to do with it. Call that illusion. Look at that. Me. <laughs> <laughs> This planet will steal your hubcaps as the car's moving. Let's keep going. <laughs> Honey, I think we should just take the long way. That planet doesn't look good. Sure, got a bad feeling. It's either just go right through the system or take the long way around. Be stuck in traffic for like three hours. <laughs> Trust me, honey. I know what we're doing. <laughs> I don't like this place. It doesn't look good, honey. Just shh. We'll just go right by. The kid's got to pee. Dad! <laughs> Are we there yet? Shut up! Don't make me turn the spaceship around. You really? want, you I'd want... rather you turn the fucking spaceship around. You never listen to anybody. I told you I didn't want to go to the sun anyway. If you want to go to the galactic Disney World, then you shut up. And you know Disney... There's a galactic Disney World. Of course there is. We right just now, don't know about it because they don't stupid. want the humans there. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, like, no. Shh, don't tell the humans. You make a right at what used to be Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> How about they fucked that up, didn't they? Like, <laughs> that used to be our advertising. You, you make Thanks, a, Neil deGrasse you Tyson. You make a left at Pluto and you go about a million light years that way. And then you'll see the big Wally world of planets. <laughs> where it's, you know, a planet the, of theme parks. How awesome would that a be? Big pla- like the, all the orbiting moons has like big spotlights shining on this one. <laughs> and you see this big giant roller coaster going around it. You know, it's called like the ultimate tilt the world world coaster. I told you we should have gotten here early. Now we got to park in the sixth moon. I'm going to eat so much gloss and I'm going to puke him up on my hand. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you are not. Come on. And there'll be the one human, though. They actually captured a human, and he's actually running like the whole. Well, come on. Try to hit the bottles. Three balls for a vision it. <laughs> we are the carnies of the galaxy. <laughs> Just say. <laughs> Don't make eye contact with him, honey. He'll steal your soul. Follow the planet. Follow the planet. Follow the planet. Follow the planet. Here's your queen. Follow, 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 follow. I got scanned by an earthling. How stupid are you? Have a, have a drunk human standing there, you know, doing the first wheel. You must be this tall to get on that ride. You skinny gray bitches. Line form is to the left. <laughs> if you want to ride this merry-go-round, <laughs> if only they had health care. Because <laughs> no one gets sick out here, dude. I've been having this cough for days. <laughs> Maybe your planet should have cured something. And I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. All right. So how was your week? Pretty good. Yeah. I saw Cosmos. I also watched, uh, they were trying to do new showing, new programming on sci-fi, and one of them was Sifi? My Big Fat Geek Wedding. Ugh. Oh, somebody, oh, my friend Patsy messaged me about that, because he messages me, what the hell are they showing My Big Fat Greek Wedding for on sci-fi? And I was like, I don't know. Is, let me guess. What, <laughs> they ran out of programming? Theme? It was a geek thing wedding. It was a, a Hobbit, or not Hobbit, actually, Lord of the Rings, I should say, it was an all-encompassing <laughs> Not just hobbies. Thou shalt not pass <laughs> the buffet without wishing <laughs> the bride and groom congratulations on their special day. Pretty spot on there. Did you see it? No, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so they, of course, now they now that they showed it, there was it was an hour long show. It's basically kind of like you've seen those wedding shows on Bravo or TLC. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's basically that, but just geek themed. And this this woman and her brother, her brother's the more of the geek centric guy because he has all the swords and the costumes. <laughs> of course, because it's a guy, yeah, yeah, of course, right. So this this couple and they they wanted to get married in a castle and they did the whole thing. I mean, it was beautiful. I mean, they had a they had a wedding, you know, had had a minister there and he was doing anything. Of course, he did the you know if anybody uh, doesn't feel the two should get married, should speak up. And then this big uh, uh, I don't know what he was like a barbarian comes out and he goes she belongs to me and of course everybody was shocked because nobody was expecting it not even yeah. the bride the groom oh, the so ah. cool. oh, see I'd be like wedding's <laughs> off <laughs> I mean trust me like my girl and I plan to get married one day and she's a huge Batman fan if I see Batman slide down a pole in a church or something I'm out <laughs> so then, of course, the guy who's dressed as Legolas, who was, you know, part of it, he comes up. He goes, I will defend her. And then they uh, had a sword fight. fight. And then, of course, they said his name was, uh, I think, Ronan. Ronan, you have to come and fight. You know, so he comes out and starts doing the sword fight. Oh, and they Lord. beat him. And then, of course, Legolas takes him off. The guy, character play, guy playing guy, Legolas carries him off. And it's like, yay. And she goes, yeah, if, if, if he didn't win, everybody goes off. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a good thing I love him to put up with this shit. <laughs> he has a huge cock. And he's rich. <laughs> but Trust was, me, he's more rich than Hong. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, a, like basically a renaissance. They had a big, huge 
uh, U-shaped table with so everybody it was, sitting. Basically, it was um, recalled. That, what's that? Uh, uh, medieval times. Medieval oh, yeah. yeah, basically, yeah. And, then, of course, they had a, a like a fire uh, juggler and a... Of course, because you need one of those at a wedding. Like a torsionist. Of course. I mean, if it's not, it's my, my drunk uncle. <laughs> the only thing it's either way, it's happening. Yeah. The only thing they were missing was a midget juggling. That would have been great. <laughs> oh, God, that would be great. <laughs> See? God, that would be great. That's what I said. I'm like, that would have been great. Stacy, idea for your wedding. <laughs> midget oh. juggling. Midget dressed as Batman juggling. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Actually, we'll get a midget dressed like, uh, what do you call it, the ventriloquist dummy? Scarface? What was his name? Uh, uh, yeah, it was Scarface. Scarface? Yeah. getting dressed as Scarface, juggling like handguns or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like... Uh... So, so was it just a one-time show? Or... It was, yeah, the, and, the, and now they people want people to vote online to see whether they liked it or not. Oh, so it's, hey, the people, the public, let's vote. Yeah. Which always, always is such a smart idea. <laughs> it's like, no, your wedding sucked. Yeah. Thanks, jerks. I mean, look look how how successful a lot of those American idols are. Yeah, by letting yeah. the public vote. And then the the at the end they had a, actually a drag like a robotic dragon come out and shoot fire, which was pretty cool to see. Sure, it's cool to see, but now okay, so let's, it catches let's, on let's, fire. Let's be honest, you got invited to a wedding. Yeah. Now okay, Grant, most weddings now, are kind of boring. The thing is, that the the father of the bride was a little bit nervous about doing this. The mother passed away, and mm. the. The, the, the was she killed one. by a dragon? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would she be worried I, about it? It's all fun and games till someone's mother gets eaten by a dragon. So he 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 didn't want to dress up, but he said, so "That's my uh, wife, okay. my daughter, and everybody else is going to do it because that's the only thing." He goes, "I'm not the only one going to be wearing like this like class costume, and everybody else is going to be." In we are the brides who say me. <laughs> <laughs> so he he actually enjoyed it, and but it was it was just it was just really weird. And I turned to my wife, and I'm like. Lucky, lucky you didn't do, we didn't yeah, do that. You want to renew our vows? It's kind of what it is. Do you three PO take R two to be your lawful wedded husband? <laughs> Not anymore. In fact, I want a yeah. divorce. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I mean, okay. My girl and I, because we're we're you know in love, mm-hmm. you know, we eventually walk down that aisle. Yeah, we do want to get married on Halloween, mm-hmm. right? You know, because I would like to have, and I'm glad I'm found somebody who kind of has the same idea as I do. Okay. Married on Halloween, she loves the idea. And then for our one-year anniversary, go back to the exact same spot and have a costume ball. Aw. For like, you know, because I don't want people to dress up on the wedding day as cool as that would be. Like, mm-hmm. everyone dressed up as like a Halloween costume yeah. for the wedding. But like, Grandma Bubba, oh, my Bubba is not going to come down, you know, Dressed as a orc, like <laughs> to wish me well on my special day. You know, see some orc pinching my cheeks and trying to tuck in my shirt. No, like you invite everybody, and then you have the one big wedding, and then next year you send out invitations for a costume ball, and then those people now have the obligation, or you know, the opportunity to say yes or no to. Right. Yeah. Like they don't feel like they're obligated to be like, oh, he's getting married. It's like, hey, it's, we're having an anniversary party. It's a costume ball. Yeah. No. See, I was, I was, you know, I don't know if I ever told you guys this. I was previously engaged, and no! yeah. yeah. So we were actually planning on getting married, if not on Halloween, around Halloween. Right. And we wanted to do costumes at the wedding, but it would be optional. So right. you could either you could either just show up dressed for a wedding, or you could come dressed in a costume. 
Are you trying to fart? No, I am. <laughs> you might want to grab the Febreze there. As I'm talking, you're just hopping, and I'm from, like, no, this actually, is not going to end well. From the moment you started till just now, I was farting. <laughs> He's farting. I can hear it. My seat's rumbling. Thankfully, I can't hear it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we were. that's how we were going to do it. And then we were also going to have, um, uh, we were going to have sort of like this. Because I wanted the Halloween theme. He wanted, like, a more rock and roll type theme. Uh-huh. So we were going to do, like, a mo- like Monster Mash. Right. Basically. That was going to be the theme. That would have been great. No, it would have been, yeah, it would have been cool. And actually, the the, the right. folks who I... That's a lot better. Cranberries and shit. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> it's cranberries and frost. Get it right. <laughs> With shit on <laughs> Cranberries and frosty poop. The best part about it is it's because his seats are cushioned. And about like five minutes, I can bounce up and push the other out the cushion. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a flavor saver. <laughs> Okay, remember that time? Let's, let's relive that moment. Pop, poof, 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 poof. <laughs> hey, look, I'm just getting back because these seats are fucking uncomfortable. Back at the radio station, not us. Dad, if I go down, you're all kidding, you're all with me. We're collateral, Dad. <laughs> That's right. The earth will just accept it and incorporate it into its matrix and move on. <laughs> I mean, the whole wedding optional thing, I think it's a great idea, but I would just have my, like, have the people invited me, like, no, we're not doing it. It's a stupid idea. It's supposed to be our special day. I'm going as a wedding guest in a, a suit. <laughs> oh, me being a big guy and my girl losing all that weight, I'm going to go to Jabba and Princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, Princess Leia, take Jabba the Hutt to be your lawfully wedded concubine slave wife? <laughs> That's going to go well. With her, it would. <laughs> and if anybody has a sense of humor, they'll be laughing along yeah. with it. And do you... Princess I think, Leia, I think take be, this. I think people will be just laughing on so many different levels. Yeah. yeah. You know? it'd, be, it'd be the shock laugh. Like, oh my God, I can't believe they got away with that. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so perfect. Yeah. And some people are just going, why is everyone else laughing? Let's laugh along, be polite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my friend, my friend uh, Joanne got married last July. And she had, she had a pretty freaking awesome wedding. Because normally, uh, you know, I'll admit, I'm that friend that's kind of like, yeah, I'll send a gift, but I'm not going. <laughs> I I have no patience to sit through weddings. I think they're the most fucking boring thing on the face of the planet. I thought it was always a bridesmaid, never a bride kind of thing. Well, you know, kind of that. You know what it is? Okay, I'll get back to the bridesmaid thing in a minute. But, I, you know, her wedding was, it was perfect. It was at the Mutter Museum. That's great. For those who don't know what the Mutter is, it is a a very interesting museum. It has a lot of... um, uh, it, it's at the Physicians College of uh, Philadelphia, and what they do is they have different medical oddities. Oh, let's put are, a, They're freaks, people. Yeah. Well, they they have the, the adipose lady. Uh-huh. So it was a, a a woman who was buried, and they when they found her, her body had turned to soap, basically. Um, and then there was have there's you been there? no. Oh, it's great. They have. I, a, I was just thinking everybody goes butter, 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 butter. <laughs> it's a museum. <laughs> well, they have they have a wall of skulls and and like not. I don't think every skull has it, but most of them have like how old the person was when they died, what they died of, and you can see like I'm just thinking of the uh, young Frankenstein. Where it's like oh, one abnormal, year old. <laughs> abnormal. Yeah, yeah. No, the heads. it was like you know one year old skull, oh. six months old. It was had some flesh. I got nobody. <laughs> nobody. Nobody cares for me. 
<laughs> I know that movie like back of my head. <laughs> it's it's kind of like that. They have an eight foot colon in there because you need one of those in a museum. Yeah, why not? Especially you, get oh, you always need a big ass. Especially, <laughs> well, you know it's the future for the wife. <laughs> wife, don't let your ass get this big. <laughs> so it's just you know it's an amazing place, and they don't. The one thing is they do not let you <laughs> photograph in there. Like even even given that she rented out the mutter or well not the mutter the phys- it's technically the physician's college she rented that out you're not allowed to do any photos including wedding photos within the mutter museum itself because for a lot of people that is their final resting place right yeah, it's, yeah. So, it's like, yeah. you know it's so it's, it's like cruising respect. through a graveyard going ho click yes <laughs> smile click <laughs> so but it is really really cool so what they did when you rent it out you re- you get the whole building basically yeah. So she got married, um, and she did it with a 20s flapper um, theme. She did it with a 20s flapper. So. <laughs> just, that's it. That's the theme, just the 20s flapper. Just the 20s flapper. It was some 100-year-old dude. <laughs> I'm here to do the groom and the bride. Both, if you're lucky, because we're flappers. We were, we were just loose like that in that 20s. 20 singers. <laughs> yeah. 20 mouths, just blah, blah, blah flapping away, blah, blah. <laughs> That's what surprise means. <laughs> yeah. Why are you marrying him? Uh, what's he ever going to do? Why are we here? This dress is so ugly. Flap, 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 She had flap. an awesome dress. She had a green, it was a, it was very pretty, like, chartreuse green um, dress with fringe on it. Okay, hold on. Just time yeah. out. You do realize you're talking to two guys. Okay, it's, it's <laughs> okay, I'm like that green. It was, Thank you. It was, it was, it was green with chartreuse. It was so okay. Gorgeous. See the green behind the like, uh, the Bud Light chick. Yeah, like that, yeah. but lighter. Okay. Yeah, that was her. And my she has a mohawk, so she had like a purple mohawk. It was awesome. And then they when they cut the cake, they cut it to the Highlander theme. Oh, nice. It was pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> It was there a, can it, only be one. There can yeah. be one. Yeah. And the top of the cake gets right off. That's what they did. One. Really? That's what, they cut it with a sword to there the Highlander thing. There can be only one. And we, they actually, um, their bridal party was holding like a tarp underneath to catch the cake when they cut it off. It was awesome. It was, oh, I love that. That that was hands down the best wedding I've ever been to. I, I do believe weddings should be fun because it is a daily celebration. Yeah. But I do believe, like, I want my, my wedding day to be to you, yeah, to you, yeah. One, two, three, you're married, kiss the bride, let's go have a party. That's, and that's, if I ever do get married, like, that's kind of, like, I don't want a huge, you know, I don't want the cupcake dress. Like, I just want to, you know, I would be honestly happy Ooh, with a justice. Of the- <laughs> I would be happy with a justice of the peace. Just go down to city hall, get married. All right, let's party. I want the justice league of peace. <gasps> that would be awesome. <laughs> Do you go to that? What? Superman. Superman, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> Aquaman just standing around serving fish to people. <laughs> <laughs> Crying. We'll have all the waiters. The all, the, all, all the food servers dressed like the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like he's all these places at once. <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> Green Lantern's the DJ with all that green, <laughs> green the neon lights blinking and playing. <laughs> And then, like, floor show Wonder Woman. Did, like, a belly dance routine or something. <laughs> that is a wedding I would go to. 
Batman Stinner, do you take so-and-so to be your lovely dynamic duo? <laughs> do you, Sean, take... I do. Do you, Sean, take Stacy to be your lawful wedded chum? <laughs> chum. <laughs> do you, Stacy, take Sean to be your little buddy? <laughs> I now pronounce you the dynamic duo. Let me now kiss the ride. Baby! <laughs> you swear before me! <laughs> swear to me! Swear to me! <laughs> Aquaman walks up with a glass of water. <laughs> so I'm good for here. <laughs> Let me start with my trident. <laughs> By the way, I peed in that. I would, you know what? I would probably see who can I uh, cyborg as the as the bartender. <laughs> And that way, his hand is the actual drink thing. Dude. <laughs> Sticks out his finger. See? Now that's a geek wedding I can televise. It's a Diet Coke. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> I'm in. You have Doc, you know, uh, what do you call it? Mr. Freeze in a cage doing the ice cubes. <laughs> he wants or, it on the rocks. Or have the Riddler doing. Riddle me this. <laughs> Who here takes this wife, woman to be the lovely wedded wife? I do. Uh, I do. I'll be dressed like Batman. <laughs> you know, she'll be dressed like Robin. <laughs> that way, it, no questions. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> you owe me 30 bucks. <laughs> Robin's going to be sliding down the bat pole in OT minus five hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Batman's gonna enter that back cave. Na 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 na. Now drinks. I'm your server. Click. Just holding ice cubes out. We can have like a booth with like a guy dressed like the Joker, so you can like throw balls at him and dump him in the water. I like that. Um, we can have like Harley Quinn like doing like acrobats off in the corner, like like hanging from a ceiling on like a wire or something. Yeah. See, look yeah. at me. Ah. Stacy's sitting there listening. Actually, right now she's at her mother's house. Got it. She's like, oh, well, when I get home, I'll probably pop in the show. I'm like, okay. She's like, she was like, oh, well, you guys just told me heard me on the phone. She's like, go tell everyone there. I said hi. I'm like, e- everyone like. I am going on the air in like two minutes. I can tell everyone she said I. <laughs> She's like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, you sound a little panicky there. She's like, oh, I hate you know me so well. <laughs> so, world, Stacy says hi. <laughs> Stacy's going to hear this on the podcast. And go, what? <laughs> She's like, oh my God. But then yeah, I love that Batman idea. <laughs> Should we listen to the podcast? Harley Quinn. <clears throat> she would exonate a Wonder Woman thing, though, because she doesn't like Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I actually showed that on Me TV. I was actually watching. I watched the episode last night of Wonder Woman. I had the whole set on DVD. <laughs> I saw it watch, yeah. but it was just because it was on. We were just you yeah, know, flipping through, through uh, and See, it's just <clears throat> hilarious because it was just like, <laughs> like we were so excited about this in the seventies. My <laughs> first, like, okay, my first cartoon crush was Josie and the Pussycats, I, I, and then TV wise, it was Wonder Woman, Daisy Duke. Mm-hmm. And then when I became a teenager, it was Kelly Bundy. Like you could see the, the, yeah. the they call it the depth of my, call it, <laughs> as a kid, it's, oh, look, a girl band. Yeah, they sing and they dance, all cute and all. 
as a kid, I'm like, oh, look at these women. They're all so cute and pretty. When I became a teenager, it was the, give me the skanky hoe. <laughs> <laughs> I think my first TV crush was um, Ron Perlman in Beauty and the Beast. Shut up. It was. <sighs> he looked good as the Beast. And then when I saw him without his makeup on, I'm like, yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying he's not a handsome man. I'm just saying I'm like, <laughs> you were attracted to a guy who was dressed like a cat. Yes. Yes, I was. <laughs> I don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, I can I can say that I'm like, okay, well, um, there are certain character. Okay, well, like, uh, have you ever played the video game Dark, Darkstalkers? There's like a little cat girl. I forget her name. is Felicia, I think her name is. Uh-huh. She's got like, you know, like the cat, mm-hmm. part cat, part chick, big bust, half naked. I, I, I totally do her. Yeah. You know? <laughs> she was drawn so well. She's a sexy girl. You just see her just kneading on the bed. Wow. Wow. Pulling her tail. <laughs> pull my tail. Pull my tail. Wow. Perfect. <laughs> Speaking of which, I watched the Batman, the original Adam West Batman movie yesterday. Some days you can't get rid of a bomb. I, I know, <laughs> and that's exactly where I came into it because I'm like flipping around, like I gotta find something to watch. And that was on. I was like, "All right, let's kill an hour." I, I liked Lee Merriweather as Catwoman until I saw um, Julie Newmar. Yeah. Mm. Then I was like, "I'm in." And I also thought Eartha Kitt was also very sexy as yeah. too, as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely, like, yeah, it was good, good times as a kid. I don't know if I have a favorite Catwoman. Well, definitely not Halle Berry. No. She's no one's favorite. No. Yeah. Anybody out there Sorry, who says, Hell. I thought Catwoman was a great movie, turn in your geek card. <laughs> All right. So, um, other than seeing my big fat geek wedding. Oh, uh, well, you know, we I did see Cosmos last night. <laughs> I, I finally caught up. It was, of course, last Sunday with. We already talked about that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Oh, all right. <laughs> I saw, yeah, um, even though we didn't see it, but I saw who won King of the Nerds. Yeah, I, I did see it on Thursday. Did you see the picture? <laughs> I don't know if you saw Like, I know mm-hmm. you don't watch King of the Nerds. No. The one chick who won, she shouldn't have won. She was all... Well, you know what King of the Nerds is about. Let's uh, start with that. It's, yeah. It's okay. basically it's... throw a bunch of nerds in a room and let the best nerd win. Mm. <laughs> you know? But the best nerd, I don't think, didn't win, <laughs> in my no, perspective. No. But they had There's a always shot. popularity contest anyway. Well, yeah, but no, this, no, this no. one this year was better because it was a it was a competition. Last year they all voted who would be the king, mm-hmm. and this year it was it, they had eight puzzles they had to figure out. Oh, okay. don't spoil it for me, dude! I'm gonna watch it. Oh, I didn't, you didn't see it. I thought you said you saw it. I know. I said I didn't see it because uh, I was working. I have a job, biatch. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but um, I, they had a picture of her, like you know, with the crown and all that stuff. And the whole cast of people behind her looking down. And there's this one douchebag, Zach, who was on the show. I mean, he went from zero to 100 and then from 100 to a zero in like 2.5 seconds. Yeah. Wow. He was just so, I mean, I swear he was bipolar. But they have a picture. Everyone's like all smiling or being like, hey, like looking at her. And you see him kind of like his arms are folding. He like has like to look like, like looking directly at her like, I fucking hate you. Like, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean... If you watch the show, mm-hmm. this guy was off the charts fucking nuts. Wow. 
He was I, actually saying against his team because he had an idea and nobody wanted to go along with his mm-hmm. idea. And so he was like, I'm going to, like, every time we go into Nerdoff, I'm going to make sure I'm voted in so that way I can take you out, like, mm-hmm. one by one. And it's just like, oh, whoa. Man. It never works. Like, okay, first of all. But the thing is, though, he was. It just, never works that way when, you know, when you're a dickhead and all you're doing is, you know, pissing people off. You're inevitably, every regardless of what reality show it is. Yeah. You inevitably get kicked off because you become too big for your britches. He won the four nerd offs and three of them he won. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was that Let's last see. one that was really bizarre. But, I mean, it's not bizarre. They, they It was kind of like Angry Birds. Mm-hmm. And they had to build a – they made a small model of it. And they, the, the uh, cast actually built a big version of it. Okay. And these air cans, they had to shoot them. And they had these little balls in the in the in with their faces. Mm-hmm. So they had to shoot them. I think they had to ask, ask questions to get the answer. If you got the mm-hmm. answer right, you get able to shoot the ball. Okay. And they were like, he was the guy who was a bioengineer. Basically, built this wall. It was pretty much impregnable. Oh yeah. yeah, it was pretty good. It was basically their version of Angry Nerds. Oh yeah, Angry Birds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Angry what, Nerds. Kind of what it is. So, so that's the reason why he lost because the the way it was built was his was built poorly and his was the other guys was built great. So it was, mm-hmm. but he, he was still doing pretty good. I mean, he got like. Yeah, he had four balls knocked off, and he mm-hmm. got the okay. guy got three, the Zach, and the other guy just got all four. That's how he won. Mm. Uh, I want to see if there's. I'm looking on YouTube. See if there's a good uh, like King of the Zerd Nerd Zach's. Uh, I mean, what melt while he's down. searching, one of the things that I find because there there's only a few reality shows that I watch, but every one of them sort of follows the same formula. Mm-hmm. So you end up with you know one or two of these people who are just absolute douchebags. Right. And they may know their stuff to a point, mm-hmm. but then it's it's almost like they become too big for their britches and they're, you know, pointing at everybody else going, oh, I'm going to win this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to right. do this. He's blaming everybody else. For exactly. Fault. Right. And I mean, that happens. The one Ooh, uh, reality show that I watch a lot is um, Kitchen Nightmares or not Kitchen Nightmares, uh, Hell's Kitchen. And it's the same kind of thing. And what I think they do anyways, they end up keeping these people on for good longer TV. just for good TV. Yeah. But and. Eventually, they get rid of them because they're they're not good team players, mm-hmm. you know. And at least for Hell's Kitchen, you need somebody who's a good team player who can be a leader. Well, that's the thing though about about King of the Nerds, though. Those there, everybody is interesting in a different way. Mm-hmm. That you could like make a show about really any of those contestants, like a, like a do an hour long just them alone, and it's just like you'll find it fascinating enough to uh to watch them mm-hmm. but it's just like he overpowers everybody else and yeah. you really don't care about everybody else because you're because every week like my wife stopped watching and she's like i can't stand to watch that guy anymore yeah. i'm not gonna watch it and i only watched because i was like i want to see how this ends okay. like i want to see how the payout is here is a clip from the show and we'll, we'll point out zach since you can't watch it hit it it's about 11 centimeters in length. They're doing this contest where they're doing an, an alien autopsy. It's like one of the first ones they had mm-hmm. to do. Right. And it was, you had to kind of remember, and it was all like different tchotchkes kind of things. Mm-hmm. And they were shoved into this alien body. Mm-hmm. And they had to kind of, it was basically kind of like a quiz of, this organ does this. Mm-hmm. So not only would you have to know what the organ was, but mm-hmm. then associate what it, the organ was in this alien. Right. And okay. then dig through the body to try to find it. Okay. Well, let me ask this real quick. Sure. Were they actual like body parts or was it just like, they were like makeup? Toys. Okay. It was like, um, let's say like, um, like let's say the heart might have, or the, the intestines was like this big squiggly thing. Okay. Right, like, All like right. a, looked like an octopus almost. Yeah. Okay. That it makes wasn't sense. designed to be like oh, an actual, like, okay. like the heart didn't look like a human heart. It looked yeah. like an alien heart. 
but they're a representation of an alien heart. It was maybe like one of those like little scrunchy things. Okay, all right. But you had to dig through a bunch of random toys and stuff Mm -hmm. to To find find what it is. And of course, there's goo and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. so you're getting kind of messy. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is kind of what was going on. Oh, that was close. I was first. Know about that. Yeah, I was. Exactly. Please tell me I was first. Come That's on. Josh. This is a comeback. A comeback. Give it to me. You are both correct. It was the appendix. My heart wants Josh to win, but my mind says we as a team need Zach to be on the other team to create drama. I'm so mean. I don't need to be mean. Huh. That was Xander. Mm. The gay. But by yeah. a hair. <laughs> Feels like. A, a time this is Zach. actually you stop on everything in the entire world and you're now in a temporal bubble. Zach, you have won this point and you have won this nerd off. If you can picture By the, the way, worst is that Booger? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's Curtis Armstrong and Robert Carradine are the hosts. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Any single. You know what? You know what? This nerd off was the red wedding. <laughs> I gotta fix up Bobby before rejoicing. Today I did something for the first time in my life I've always wanted to do, which is show a group of people who did not appreciate my abilities that I have abilities and that my abilities are superior to their abilities. You may rejoin your team. Wow, dick. Oh, yeah. total dick. Yeah. And he goes, he goes back to his team and kind of gives like this team like 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 the look of death, yeah, like of a total antisocial. Like he gives nerds such a bad name, yeah. Josh, Josh, you're out. You must return from whence you. And Josh was a Pokemon no, master. That was his. That was his nerd thing. Of, nerd of course, one girl's crying. Love you, Josh. You may say goodbye. You did amazing. Oh, gross. It doesn't matter. Do you want to hug her? Come in. Nothing's worse than having to leave the people that I met here at Nerdvana. I'm glad they accepted my hug, even though I'm gooping with alien guts. You did an amazing job. Wow. Wow. Zach, uh, yeah, don't worry, Josh. You did your best. Losing Josh hurts a lot. I mean, I so wish Josh was Zach, you know? <laughs> Can we have one last beatbox? Come on. Come on, do it. Come on. Nerd Come on. beatbox. I'll miss you. I don't like seeing people go. Oh, the crier of the show. Good people. And Zach is a good Mary Kate. <laughs> that sex laugh. I might have lost this battle, but I'm going to continue to train on. I want people to know that you can love whatever you love, have a great time doing it, and have zero regrets. I've caught over 600 Pokemon thousands of different times, but the King of the Nerds crown. It's just one that I couldn't catch. <laughs> Behold, science! And then as they're walking off, Curtis Armstrong's got like this uh, iPad and he's always hitting something. So like this one, a lightning mm-hmm. bolt hit him. Like to get, to get rid of him off the show. Technically, that's a natural phenomenon. Don't mess with my moment. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see now, there's gotta be one of... I really uh, want to punch that guy in the face. Oh, well, yeah. Like, really hard. I, think, I don't think there's anybody yeah, there that appreciated who he was. Zach, goes, your tale Zach of survival here at Nerdvana has Nerd become Vana. epic. Yes. But like all great tales, it has come to an end. But we anticipate the next chapter 
not only of your life, but of the books that you are destined to write. Thank He's you. A fantasy writer, by the way. Yeah. That's his plan. I am Great. sad to be going home. I really wanted to make it in the Final Four, and I really feel that, just by definition, I'm king of the nerds. I'm the person who was voted into the most nerd-offs, and the person who demonstrated the most skill overall. Did I win the title? I, I guess not. I'll always consider you guys my friends. It's like fierce competitor. Don't worry, we won't. Thank you. Yeah, Zach, we had a long journey, man. It yes, we did. So yeah. I mean, I will miss you, Let's and yeah, see, you will be my uh, friend. Yes, thank you. Here's a miss him like a cold sore. Here's Zach's apology to Lark. I just have something I just really need to say. I need an advisor to be able to play the game. And okay, this is a perfect choice, perfect example of what a douchebag this kid was. Yeah, he. This is like the thicker second or third week. He basically yeah, first basically second. says to his own teammates, I am going to be, put myself like Ed's head, I'm going to put myself mm -hmm. in every challenge so I can destroy each and every one of you. Yeah. But in this like manic, like psychopathic way, I mean, it, he really actually kind of looked like um, Crispin Glover a lot. Mm -hmm. He always reminded yeah. me of Crispin Glover. Yeah. Um, but so then the next challenge was to play this game. It was like it was a medieval battleship is basically the yeah. best way you could put it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, except on a large scale and you needed somebody to help you kinda like it was like B four, D seven and if yeah. you like and the last and you get to move your pieces around mm -hmm. strategically wise. But in order to do it, he needed another person with him. Like a, like a, if I was a nerd off, Ed would be my advisor to go okay, okay well probability wise, you might want to try over here or you might because yeah. you're looking at this kind of a grid. So no one wanted to help him. Mm -hmm. So he couldn't go in. So he actually kind of basically went on his hands and knees and groveled. Yeah. You know, let's see. It's... I would really like it if one of you can step up to the bat, not just for humanity, but for the sake of, of just nerds everywhere and just help me out here, or at the very least, play the silly game with me. We're all nerds. And at one point in our lives, we have all felt like there is no one that wants us. We were all talking about how being picked last is the nerdiest thing that could possibly happen to someone, but I think that's incorrect. I think the nerdiest thing that can happen to someone is not being wanted at all. And right now, basically no one actually wants me here. And it makes me feel like the biggest nerd of all. Because you're an asshole. Regardless like, of who comes back to this You're not a nerd, house, you're just a you dick. You need to stop bullying people. Do you understand? I feel bullied by you. I apologize what I said was wrong. And trust me, I've been doing a lot of thinking myself, too. That's why I apologize to everyone, because I wasn't perfect. Okay. We're all nerds, and we're the greatest people in society at the same time as being the people in society who basically no one wants. We have to at least want each other. You can want one of us to win, and you can want one of us to lose, but we have to at least want each other. I think that's what's really important. You gonna squirt from there, pal? Thank you. They give them the slow Thank you. Nerds. Yeah, we like to see ourselves whatever. as being inclusive of people on the periphery. It's tough to think that we may not have been quite as accepting to Zach as we could have been. <laughs> Zach deserved everything he got because he literally, I really wish. Uh, let's try this one Z A C K. Nah, Zach, uh, King of the Nerds. King of the Nerds. Zach, King of the Nerds. Let's see what pops up there. I gotta have uh like I really didn't see give you an idea of well here's his laugh. <laughs> no. Somebody clubbing a dolphin? <laughs> um now let's see, uh yeah, there's no real good meltdown. 
of him. Like I, I, you would think by now. The Plinko one, I think, was the best meltdown of all. If you found that one. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't. It's not. It's hard to. Because they, 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 two of them, two, other nerds have, of course, they have game mm-hmm. plans. They're, you know, it is a yeah. competition, and yeah. they're trying to throw everybody off their game. Yeah. And he had to do what's called, what's called zombie Plinko, and it was a, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he'd be able to pull the stick, and mm-hmm. it's, you weren't stuff's not supposed to fall. But it was body parts, and it was okay. these huge sticks. It was like a huge uh, tower with these sticks, and the, the huge body parts were there. Yeah. And there were zombies at the bottom, and they would collect them. And you, could, you couldn't drop any more than 150 for each mm-hmm. one. So the first one I got 150 was out. Okay. And the girl she was playing against, her strategy was to compliment him because it always threw him off because mm-hmm. he's like he, – he, he, he doesn't make him think. He's, he gets thrown off. Yeah. And a couple of times he made a mistake, so it was like it was working. But, of course, she just pulled a couple – too many bad sticks and it ended up she she lost mm. but the, the that was like one strategy then there the others a team the ca- there was two team captains of course mm-hmm. zach was the team captain of one which yeah. was like of course and then this other guy chris and he basically like belittled him as i don't even know whether that's the right term yeah like kind I, of badgered him to to, to to almost like the point like it's like i don't like you not saying he doesn't mm-hmm. like it but giving that impression yeah. to hopefully throw him off of course then though he was Chris was picked on the nerd, uh, the guy the guy Chris was picked on the nerd off, and he ended up losing mm-hmm. that week because it got Zach so fueled up that they won the the mm-hmm. challenge, and of course the other team had it. Yeah. But it was off. but when you watch the show, you would see him like when he was winning, he was king of the world. Mm-hmm. But the moment something didn't go his way, he had a complete meltdown. Yeah, and it was never his responsibility. It was never he never took responsibility. For his own actions, the the, the one the robotic uh, dodgeball. Yes, they 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 built robots for they about built four robots, mm-hmm. and this I forget the FX designer's name who came in. He actually judged the robots, mm-hmm. and it was they, uh, Stan Winston's guy. Stan Winston, that was it. Well, I don't think it was exactly Stan Winston because he passed away, but it was was nah, I forget. I forget. Ahead, sorry, anyway. God, sorry. So they they ended up destroying one of their robots because they mm-hmm. all looked hideous, yeah. basically. So they they destroyed the one. So it was three to four, mm-hmm. and the, the competition was two at a time. So they had two robots, and they would have remote controls that yeah. would move around. And you guys would throw dodgeballs, mm-hmm. and then if you hit them, it doesn't have to destroy them. Just, like, just tap them. If you yeah. tap them, they're out. Okay. And it was a timed event, so you had to do it. In a, it's the, the, person, the people with the okay, list. Okay, Brian. Oh, you got it? Yeah, I got, I got a My here. creation is an homage to some of my favorite authors, James Boswell, Marcel Proust, and Leo Tolstoy. <laughs> You may present your robots. Yeah. I think that having Katie on the gold team, there's always a chance that we lose. We are going with a BattleBot theme, so our robots are here to intimidate. So this is our intimidation machine, and we call it Paranoia. It's Jack's robot it looks, looks like a, like a child made it. Painted on eyeballs, basically. Yeah. Like, I really wish they had like some more clips, like the meltdown. Especially when he's so, but the thing is, is when he was playing, like, so they had the they had two and two, and then the, the last challenge is basically they only had one robot, mm-hmm. so they picked him to drive the the robot while the other two were trying to throw balls at it. Yeah, and he he turns it like way up and it goes in one direction. I could actually get stuck, mm-hmm. and he starts flipping mm-hmm. out like he's like, oh, that, you know, it's not my fault. Like even though he like, yeah. did it. He flips it off the bar that was stuck on, so he could get it moving again and start. Getting, and right, right after that, they hit him. Mm-hmm. And he was, it's, it's like, he's like, if that, if that rail wasn't there, this wouldn't have happened. He like, well, we the rail was there, yeah, and exactly. you need to plan for it. Okay. And tough crap, you're out. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. Uh, 
Um, okay, here's the dodgeball thing. Let's see. Let me put the mic. Got it. That bot is out. Come on, guys. Oh. Oh. Let's see if I can. Yes. From the first round, we had a bit of a lead, but Midas touch attack has just bounced back. Get it? Cause it's dodgeball. <laughs> Hey, someone cut out the commercials After in the episode. One round each, Titans and Rigel are in the lead with one minute and eight seconds. There are only two rounds left, and whichever team has the lowest time wins okay. the nerd war. Now, right now, it's Zach and... Who's the Asian kid? <laughs> I don't remember his name. The Asian kid who's never seen Star Wars. Yeah, or Star Trek. Or Star Trek. Like, you're in King of the Nerds. He's a bio bioengineer, and he's never seen any, like, sci-fi, like, shows or um... movies. Round yeah, that doesn't compute. I'm sorry. Yeah. I am not scared of Zach. Okay. okay. How did he get on King of the Nerds then? Because he's a bioengineer. Be selected yeah. to go to the nerd off tomorrow. Okay. Oh. Good luck. It's and his oh, math okay. is main on. thing with probability and All right, I'll give that. Oh, here to you him. go. Here you go. Zach is left. Zach, you got me out disappointed. Give me one of these things. Give me one of these like right now. I'm so mad. <laughs> Okay, here you go. If you can last more than 33 seconds, you could win this nerd war. But since Jack's robot was destroyed, you will have to do it with only one robot. Ooh. Zach is a great gamer. He could outlast all of us and drive his way to victory. Can you see how fast I hit that one? If we lose, this isn't my fault. Zach, you always wanted to say you are better than everybody else. I love that. If we lose, this isn't my fault. He's the only one yeah. on the team mm -hmm. that's left. Yeah. So if he loses, it is his fault. Yeah. Combined. Now go and prove it. I know you can do this. Would you all stop saying that? Because it's stressing me out more. Because then if I don't do it, I feel like crap. Just go do whatever you need to do. It's just scary. Shh. I mean, it's possible for him to do this. He's a good gamer. He knows how to use the controller. Titans of Rigel ready. Ready. Yes. Ready? Last spot to go. It's got a very low center of gravity. It's going to be very, very hard to hit. Midas touch attack ready. Ready. That was a new groups. Robot dodgeball. Robot dodgeball. And then. With... What did I just do? It's stuck. What the? He hits the barrier, and the one wheel gets stuck. Mm -hmm. So now it can't move anywhere. So now basically the other two nerds are hitting a stationary target. Yeah. Which would have should have been a moving target if the guy knew how to use how to yeah. control it. Yeah. Now. What the hell? Yeah. Are you? Five seconds. <laughs> Pow! Right in the kisser. <laughs> Victory is ours. The reign of the Titans is continuing. I'm so mad right now because I hate myself and I hate that I did that. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Um, is that okay, him Zach, crying? Yes. Yeah, the best you could, okay? That's not my best. Don't say it to my best. I'm, I'm a world-class gamer and I can't believe I just did something that freaking pathetic. Okay, by the way, his world-class gamer of choice game is World of Warcraft. Nope. I don't think no. so. That's not a. I mean, yeah, it's a game, 
But again, you're not like an individual gamer. Like the girl who won last year, yeah. she actually professionally did gaming. Like playing World of Warcraft to me does not make you a professional gamer. Yeah. No. I went from being on Titans of Rigel and being this unstoppable force of awesomeness to Describe being on this team that is doomed to failure. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> in a real bad shape right now. Do not rub it in. Titans of Rigel, you have won this war. As a reward, your prize is up to $1,000 in product in the Radio Shack lab. Ooh, oh my yeah. god. Nice prizes. Team Midas Touch Attack. Two of your members will be selected to go to the nerd off tomorrow. Good luck. It's so frustrating because I am a world-class gamer, but the skills between the keyboard and RC, they just don't transfer. Seriously, when do I get to crush a nerd? No, they had this big giant robot. It was huge. Yeah. Yeah, but really you can't really get the full effect of this guy's douchebaggery. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm getting enough to uh Yeah. Still just wanna punch him in the face. Alright, so let's quick let's go not quickly, but let's get into the actual show. Because <laughs> yes. I realized all this nerd talk, you know, let's get some nerd talk actually in of movies. Alright. So let's get to the box office top five re- movies of the weekend. I also do have a movie review that I did see, so I'm hoping it's it's up at least the top three. No. Shit. All right. Dum, dum, dum. Number five is Tyler Perry's Single Moms Club. Made $8.3 million and it's the new weekend of release. So right, Yeah, well, everything, I think most of the stuff there is first week. Mm-hmm. All right. Number four is Nonstop, the Liam Neeson movie. <laughs> it made $10.6 million over the weekend and $68.8 million overall okay. in uh, three weeks. All right. It's made its money back. Yeah. Okay. Number three, another newcomer, Need for Speed. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot Made $17.8 million over the weekend. That's the one with um, Aaron Paul, right? Yeah. From Breaking Bad. Yeah, based on the yeah. video game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Need for Speed is a video game. Okay. So. I did not know that. The number two movie of the weekend mm. is 300 Rise of an Empire. Okay. Made $19.1 million over the weekend and seventy-eight point three. Overall, in two weekends of release. Like I said, last week, eh, it was okay. It wasn't yeah. great, but... Everybody I know who has gone to see that, and every review I've read, it's basically the same thing. I'm, i got to admit, I'm, I haven't seen it yet, yeah. but from what I'm hearing, it's, I'm very upset. It's, very it's, it's, it's a good movie, mm-hmm. but you're following after 300, which to me is a classic movie. Yeah. And like I said, I want to kick some ass after watching 300. Something about Gerard Butler rallying the troops mm-hmm. made me want to just grab a broadsword and just start hacking away at people. Mm-hmm. This guy, not so much. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to add, basically, to me, it felt like, I know the Spartans are going to go to their death fighting, so I'm going to ride their coattails and use their death to help bring the Greek, help bring Greece together. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, okay, so, yay. Like, yeah. yeah. That's disappointing. All right, what was number one? And the number one movie is Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Made $21.2 million and made 63.1 overall in two weeks. And now, this is a prime example of why I love the entertainment industry. Yeah. Because now, as an if I was in an advertising agency, mm-hmm. I would say that 300, Rise of Empire, is the number one action movie this weekend. Yes. Yeah. And obviously... Peabody and Sherman could got two under the belt. They can go the number one movie in the country, of, flat out. Yeah, 
but also the number one family movie yes. mm-hmm. this weekend. Yes. You know, okay, so... Uh, and the movie that you saw... I gotta be honest, is, I, I was... Do you want to guess what place it got to? <sighs> okay, I couldn't see that far anyway. Okay. So I'm going to say... You know what? I want to say six, but I got a feeling it was more like nine. You're wrong on both answers. Really? What was it? Number ten. Ooh. What movie was it? Veronica Mars. All right. Okay. Now I was a fan of the TV show. Mm-hmm. I saw the well. Okay. Let me let me reevaluate that statement. I was a fan of the TV show when I was watching it on DVD. <laughs> I didn't I didn't watch it when it was on air. Yeah. Um, I did grab it like on seasons as it was coming out. I thoroughly liked the, the show. I mm-hmm. thought it was good. Um, it was during that time where Buffy was also at the height of her popularity too. Right, yeah. Because I kind of, because I was telling Dad, because you know we went to go see it, and he's never seen the TV show. Mm-hmm. I did not see the fourth season. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that was when the show got canceled, and I was like, well, what's the point? You know, they didn't give the show a finale. What you're? I don't think there was four seasons. Yes, there was. Hold on, let's find out. <laughs> All right. There was four seasons because I saw the first three on DVD, yeah. and the fourth season was coming out, and they had a fourth season, but it was I think it was short because they canceled it like mid season. Well, let's we'll see. You just get on IMDb. They usually do like shows by season. Come on, there uh, we go. And I also click 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 V E R O N Veronica Mars TV show was from 2004 to 2007. There was three seasons. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know. All right. Then maybe I never got finished through the third season. Oh, you know what? It got canceled for the fourth season. Yeah. The fourth season that the show got canceled. Yeah. But it let you know. Either way. So, I mean, I didn't really see, like, the TV show when it aired, but the show had enough popularity because Joss Whedon directed an episode. Mm-hmm. He also was a, a star on the episode. Not, like, not as a major star, but as, like, a walk-on part. Yeah. Kevin Smith was. Now, this was the movie, though, that, that people have been clamoring for since 2007, mm-hmm. do a Veronica Mars movie. And basically, what does... Did you see how much it cost to... Yes. I want to say $20 million. No. What was it? Six million. Six million to make this movie. Yeah. So I mean, just just how much did you make the, this weekend? Two million. Really? Yeah, so, a little over two. I mean, what I'm thinking is, and I I never watched the show, but given the cult status of this show <laughs> and how much people wanted it, it was probably primarily people who were way into the show and dying to see this movie that went. And here, you know, the fact that it only quote unquote made two million. The budget was only six million, right. so well, I see, think it's going to make that money back. I, no problem. So do I, because the two million, the first two million that it raised mm-hmm. was the two million that was given in the Kickstarter program. Because uh, let's do Google, do a Google search, Alfred, mm-hmm. on Veronica Mars movie Kickstarter, and I think it broke a record for raising the most money in the shortest amount of time. I think it raised two million. In 24 hours. Well, the the thing that you really have to say has to be fair is there not there is no advertising for this movie. No, there isn't. Yeah. So that's there the thing. Is. It's all word of mouth. So you know, <clears throat> those of you who are Veronica Mars fans, go out and see the movie. It's out. I well, and I can tell you as as a first hand viewer of seeing the movie, you don't need to be a fan of the TV show to actually enjoy this movie. Because I brought Dad, mm-hmm. and he had no idea what this movie was about. He had no idea about the TV show because he never watched it. I had to kind of give him a brief. 
kind of like synopsis, synopsis right. that she was basically the high school version of Nancy Drew, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part. Yeah. Um, also, too, that her, I believe that Veronica Mars and Buffy Summers were probably the two most recognized, those two helped spawn the lead female in TV shows today. I would agree. Okay. I can now, that. Yeah. Because they're both on at the same time. Mm-hmm. Veronica Mars had a shorter run than Buffy. Buffy had seven years. Veronica Mars, I was mm-hmm. just found out, had three. Yeah. But it was 2007, 2006, 2005. The last three years of Buffy mm-hmm. were the first three years at the same time for Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm. So at the, and Buffy was at its highest point because remember it went from one day, one station, station to another. Yeah, it went from the WB to uh, UPN. UPN. Yeah. So I mean, it had enough power to actually jump stations. Right. And I think Veronica Mars was also on UPN at the time. Or maybe it was 17. I don't remember because 2007 was a blur. It, yeah. <laughs> but I would say that I told that, like, Veronica Mars' character, because of the cult following, it it helped launch a lot of the TV shows that you see today with strong female characters yeah. as a lead, not as a sidekick. Mm-hmm. You know, even, even what do you call it, The Blacklist, I would say as great as What's-His-Face is, he's as much she's as much of a star in the show as he is if not more because she's the lead she's like the and I'm like people to go out there what about Clarice Sterling that's movies yeah TV show wise well I, I mean I've, I've only seen a few episodes and I really enjoy the, the episodes it is a castle the detective who plays yes. that I mean she's yeah. a strong female lead in that show I mean more I think more of Nathan Fillion's character as more of a kind of like a damsel in distress. Yeah, he thing, is. It's definitely comic relief. Yeah. You know, well, but yeah, but that also plays on Remington Steele. Yeah. You know, because back in the 80s, you know, because she was the brains, he was the face. Yeah. And he got into trouble a lot more times than not. Right. You know, she had to save his ass a lot. But that, that kind of dynamic works. But it was very, like, but, so we, we saw the movie. Mm-hmm. Got almost everybody from the original cast in it. Some extra, like, bonus, like, nods to, like, the Kickstarter program. Mm-hmm. There was, her husband was in it for a quick scene. There was definitely a Buffy the Vampire Slayer joke that I laughed the hardest at. <laughs> because she she's from a town of Neptune. Here's the synopsis. It's seven, like, it's time for high school reunion. Mm-hmm. She's now on this cusp of getting her dream job of being a New York lawyer. Her ex-boyfriend, or Logan, from the show, mm-hmm. basically launched mm-hmm. the first season... He's a suspect of the murder of his girlfriend because you know, he's found at the scene, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. He calls her just on a strictly kind of like, can you help me out to weed out the bad lawyers from the good lawyers? Mm-hmm. So she flies home, you know, and she gets talked in. But it, during that time, she obviously gets pulled into the mystery of trying to solve this murder. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where she actually goes to the class reunion and it turns out horrible. There's a huge fight. And her boyfriend, who was in New York, who was also part of the show, I think her college boyfriend, mm-hmm. who went with her to New York, comes back to like keep her company kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And Logan's the guy who plays Logan, his character gets into a fight at the class reunion mm-hmm. because everyone's calling him a murderer, a liar, blah, blah, blah. He gets into a fight, and then her boyfriend is like, well, look, it's a guy thing to do. He goes, jumps in, and then like after all the other fight, He's like, you are right. Neptune is on a hell, on a hell mouth. Nah. <laughs> I was, 
I was, I think I laughed the loudest. I think people kind of chuckled. Yeah. But I'm the only one that got the whole Buffy reference. Yeah. yeah. And like in the first five minutes of the movie, they talk, there's like, her boyfriend works for a radio station. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about a, a project that was funded solely by Kickstarter. Nice. And I'm like, there's a nod to me. My dad's like, yeah, even I noticed that. Yeah. Because my dad's like, he, he kind of was fascinated. When we walked out, a couple times, twice in the show, I jumped like, holy shit, didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. I thought I knew who the murderer was. Mm-hmm. I was completely wrong. Wow. And that's rare. Even my dad was yeah. like, you losing your step? Because yeah. like, at one point, I, we'll watch a show and I'll be like, they did it. And I'm like, he's like, how do you do? I'm like, except guy was a bad guy in like five different things. Like, yeah. hey, just follow the career, Dad. Follow the career. Well, I have the information for Kickstarter. <clears throat> so um, they attained their two million goal in less than 10 hours. And in the first day on Kickstarter, the project broke the record as the fastest project to reach uh, the first $1 million and then $2 million. And it also achieved the highest minimal pledging goal um, achieved and was the largest successful film project on Kickstarter. Um, from on its final campaign day, the project broke the record for the most backers on a single Kickstarter project that was previously held by the Double Fine Adventure, and uh, then it, you know was put through by Warner Brothers. The Kickstarter campaign ended on April thirteenth with ni- uh, ninety one thousand five hundred eighty five donors raising. Uh, five million seven hundred two dollars. One, uh, five point seven million dollars. Okay. So, um, now while I was googling the Kickstarter uh, thing, some stuff popped up in the in uh, Google News. Uh huh. So apparently, um, people who had pledged were um, they were going to be given a, a code for them to go to Flickster right. and get a digital a, copy. an ultraviolet copy. Yeah. Um. But apparently, there are some uh, very unsatisfied contributors. Uh, yeah, because a lot of people didn't get the code. Yeah, either they didn't get the code, um, they didn't get the code, it took too long to download, or they were having issues with download, downloading um, and accessing a copy outside of the U.S. Okay. So, Warner Brothers is going to be refunding uh, people who are They're, having issues. Well, you know, I, this is where like I, I knew the the... I would say the mythology behind this movie being made is they went to Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers didn't think that there was enough of a, um, there was no reason to give them any money to make this movie because they thought no one would want to go see it. Mm-hmm. And they said, look, if you can get $2 million, we will fund, we will fund you the rest of the money that would cost to make. I think it was, at one point it was supposed to be $20 million or whatever money you make, we will match. Mm-hmm. And then you can go make your little movie because we don't believe that there's a market for it. Mm-hmm. Then they go, okay, fine. Then in 10 hours, they hit the, the million-dollar mark, and then Warner Bros. went, shit, now we have to make this movie. Mm. You know, which I don't think they wanted to in the first place. I think that they were surprised by the fact that people said they wanted to see this movie. It was one of those things like, oh, we know what the people want. They don't want to see that. Oh, wait, they do? Fuck, now I guess we got to make the movie. Yeah. You know, so that's the reason why I don't think there was a, there was zero... And for only reason why I knew it came out this weekend is because I went to the movies last weekend mm. and, and saw the poster. Trailer, right? I didn't even—I had never even seen a trailer. I saw the trailer Neither online. I—I I, I didn't even—I didn't even know it was out. I saw the trailer online because I'm a fan of Kristen Bell's Facebook page because I love her. Mm-hmm. So it was on there. I saw the trailer and I was like, "Holy crap!" They actually—I was like, "Holy crap!" They actually made the movie. Yeah. You know, and, and it was—but it was a good movie. It wasn't like. 
it wasn't stupid. I mean, it was just like one of the. It was like an elongated episode, but a little bit more deeper because mm. you had you could take your time to actually build a story rather than do it in you know forty eight minutes. Right. But it was my dad was like it was it was he's like he was like that was really good. He's like number one, I know it was because I didn't fall asleep, and number right. two, it was a good movie because I could follow it. Like okay. there was no like you didn't need the history of Veronica Mars to kind of understand what this movie was about because in the first five minutes she kind of goes hi I'm so and so and this is my story kind of thing right she kind of eases you in on it and I'll be honest when this movie hits DVD and Blu-ray I'm going to pick it up because I love the movie mm. but I can also see them re-releasing the DVDs of, of the seasons oh yeah, yeah. because I, you can't find them now I wonder if they would do a box set with all the they might yeah if they were smart with they all might. the shows and the movie I mean if they were smart they would because mm-hmm. I can guarantee you you if they did that that's the set I would get Mm-hmm. So you know you've I, I didn't put towards the Kickstarter program, mm-hmm. but you have sold one box set of the movie along with the TV show. Yeah, I, I one. I mean, I know I'm one person, but yeah. but obviously the power of one person showing out a couple shekels to make the movie got them to a million dollars in ten hours. Oh yeah. So I think like it's a shame, but they made two million this week. Yeah. You know what? I, I, two million for a movie that wasn't publicized that should never been made. To me, it's a victory. Now, Warner Brothers might not see it that way because they're not getting anything back yet on their investment. Yeah. Right. But I don't know how much they shelled out to nourish investment because I would sit there and say, two million, the the Kickstarter program got that in 10 hours, like right. in, two, in a day. Yeah. You know, like, I can honestly see the fans going to see it. Now, well, the, you, the ultimate, she said, was it made like almost 5.7 million. It made five, yeah, it made 5.7 million. And then it cost 6 million. million to make. So it's like, yeah, I don't think Warner Brothers really put too much money into I don't, this. Yeah. I, no, I, it doesn't sound like it. Now, I mean, even even it, with the refunds that they're going to have to, um, they're going to have to give, you know, I still think ultimately they're going to come out ahead. And like you said, this is a movie that never should have been made. And this is money that never would have been spent otherwise. Right. I you know. So that and I bought two tickets. That's 20 bucks right there mm-hmm. that there's no, like Warner Brothers never would have got. Yeah. Right. You know, I think Warner Brothers just grow like, if you can raise the money, we'll help distribute it. I think that's kind of, I think that was their deal. Right. Yeah. So maybe that extra couple million, couple hundred thousand was to help distribute the movie to make prints. This kind of reminded me of that uh, Hitchcock, that movie with uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins, oh, Helen Hopkins. Mears, yeah. how they were talking about Psycho and how the movie, the, the, the company that he was working for at the time really didn't want the movie to be made. Yeah. So they were like fighting him like pretty much tooth and nail, like everywhere, every which corner they would get him at. And basically... They, they weren't even going to really release it. And, of course, when it got that huge success, yeah. then they were like, oh, great, you know, we did a great job, you know, kind of thing. Like, I, I really do think that Warner Brothers is is the villain in this case because they didn't publicize it. They didn't mm-hmm. really back the movie. I think they just – it was like the – to me, it was like the the equivalent of an adult giving a kid a game just to keep them quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I think it probably would have done better if – because, like I said, I mean, I know people – who would love to go see it, but I don't, I don't know that they even knew it was out. Yeah, I, I would highly recommend for the people like now. Like, I was thinking too that like you were supposed to get a digital download of the movie today. Yeah, like at the weekend that it came out. So maybe a lot of people are going, "Well, I'm not sure. I'm not going to the theaters to see it because I got my digital copy yeah. coming at me." That could have killed them a little bit too. Maybe, right. But yeah. that was more of a deal that at the time they didn't think they would ever get theatrical release. Mm. So it was one of those things like, "Hey, we're going to make the movie." 
those people who backed will give you a digital copy mm-hmm. to show you, hey, this is what we did. And we, then we'll take that money mm-hmm. to find a way to distribute it in a mass market on like video on demand mm-hmm. or direct to video, direct to DVD. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where Warner Brothers is like, we'll just hear here. We'll just put it in theaters because that was the deal. You so that so the, the idea of this now is not so much you, because you're going to give Warner Brothers your movie uh, money, but go see it because tell the people, tell the people, Tell the movie company we want to see this movie, or we want to see movies like this that we're we're willing to pay for it to go see it. So so go out and see it, make a huge splash, make millions of dollars for this movie, make this a great success movie. So that way, when Warner Brothers goes, maybe we should listen to other ideas mm-hmm. yeah. like this, yeah, to make a, a bigger impact. We walked out. Not only did my dad become a fan of the movie and a fan of the show, mainly because of Kristen Bell, but he also said I would see a sequel. He's like, the movie was that good. Nice. If they did another movie with, with, with Veronica Mars, he's like, I'd say it. Because I thought the movie was phenomenal. Mm. You know, nice. and I'm like, so would I. Very rarely do I get the feeling like, I would love to see it. what's the next adventure. Like, I'm almost pissed that this isn't a weekly movie. Yeah. Like, you know, because <laughs> it was like, it was so good. It was mm-hmm. so smart. It was so funny. It had all the charm. And how many people that are in the business that were on that show that I forgot mm-hmm. about. Like, um, well, they had Justin Logan for for like a walk in, but he I don't think. But the guy who plays Schmitty mm-hmm. in the New Girl apparently was in the show oh. at one point. I, like he would play the deputy because they talked about the first time they met, and I'm like, oh. Schmitty was no way, you know. And of course, her father, who's gone mm-hmm. in the big big things, he yeah. was the, the alien from um, Galaxy Quest. Yes. Yeah, he's going just shoot me. That's just yeah. shoot me yeah. and um uh Flashpoint. Yeah, is that the was most the one recent. Trying, yeah, yeah. So I mean, everybody because my dad's like I knew have that cast, but I didn't know that they were here. I'm like, oh, he's also in um uh, Elementary. Oh no, no, he's in point uh, point of interest. You're right, point of interest. Yeah, he plays the, the person mobster. of interest. Person of person interest. Of interest. He plays the mobster, the mob yeah. boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's and, good on that one. But and again, it it really felt like the, the the chemistry. Like you knew that they were all there, and it was just all. Like, I would love to, when that movie comes out on DVD and Blu-ray. I'm buying it because mm-hmm. I would love to see the behind the scenes because mm. it looked like it was just like a bunch of people just having fun. Yeah. Right. You know. So I mean, the smart mouth. She smart quick. Well, I know, I know if I don't get to see this in the theater, I'll be definitely see on DVD because my wife is a big Veronica Mars fan. So I'll know she, you know, because. Like I said, if she knew this was coming out, we probably would have seen it this weekend. Doug, I'm saying, just because it's, it's just because it's out this weekend doesn't mean it's going away next weekend. So, right. I, I'm telling everybody, like, if you, of course, they got to go up against Muppets Most Wanted next weekend. Most Wanted, yeah. Mm-hmm. Muppets and Most Wanted is coming out. Next oh, weekend. yeah. Oh. Yeah, we're gonna see that. So, I, I when because I'm gonna go see because I know Dad's not gonna want to go see it with me. I'll go with yes. <laughs> yeah, I want. It's gonna see be Saturday. That. Oh, I can't. I got plans. Yeah, get my taxes done. My plans are more fun for Saturday. Why? What are your plans? Phantom of the Opera. Oh. Yeah. Going to the theater. I'd rather see the Muppet version. (laughs) (laughs) I would see Ah! Hold on. Let's see if there's a Muppet Phantom of the Opera. I got to find out now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's take a break. Okay. Let's come back. Studio and come back. We'll do DVDs Mm, and, and releases. All right. So on that note, we'll see you. We'll be right back, folks. And we're back. 
What? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm on the phone with my best BFF, Kristen Bell. <laughs> <laughs> we were chatting during the while you guys were listening to the show. And she's a huge fan of the show. <laughs> she liked our page. Awesome. She said she might call in next week. <laughs> <laughs> You're writing checks you can't cash. <laughs> yeah, but how, how fucking awesome would it be if I did pull it off? <laughs> Holy crap, he did. How did you? I'm people who know people. Yo, what's up? He's like, oh my God, Kickers. I listen to you guys all the time. I can't believe it. Sean? Ed? I know you two. What do you mean? Me and Dax listen all the time. We love the show. Really? <laughs> who is this? It's me, Kristen Bell. <laughs> who is this really? Kristen! <laughs> Can you hold on for a second? Oh my God. Oh my God. It's not like we could ask, like, let's ask her a question that she would only know. Like, <laughs> we won't know. That. We would know. What was the name of your first dog as a kid? I don't even know that one. We <laughs> <clears throat> prove it's really you. Send a selfie. <laughs> here's my phone number. I'm gonna, I mean, here's my phone number. Hey, play music. I'll go off the air. Give her my phone number. Okay, my phone number. Okay, now send me a selfie. <laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> hey, Ed, oh my God, it's her. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't care what you're wearing. Just send a selfie. Okay. I mean, not, not niggering. Like, that would just be like, she's in like, like what do you call it? A big sweatsuit and her hair's all messed up because she's just like, it's three hours behind. You know, it's like, ah, she's hanging around the house doing nothing. Get ready to walk the dogs. Oh my God. She's like, I'm a huge fan. No way. <laughs> Let me put it this way, folks out there. If you know how to get in touch with Kristen Bell, you have her. Contact us. Yes. Sean at wordswithgeeks.com or Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. <laughs> or contact us through our Facebook page. Geeksters. That's right. So come on, people. We got how many... Uh, we got a new country. We got France. France, yep. Oh, hello, France. <laughs> so I'm sure somebody out there knows somebody who's knows somebody who's a cousin of somebody who that might rooms know. with somebody. That <laughs> yes. Somebody. So let Kristen Bell know that Sean from Geeksters is a huge fan of all her work. Yes. All her work. And to have her like, call us in. Yeah. How so would that be? Oh my god! <laughs> it would completely derail the show. You know that. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, huh? <laughs> it could actually work. It's like somebody knew somebody that knew somebody that roommate with somebody that knows her. <laughs> wow! Like, is that person famous? Having a call too. <laughs> but after Chris Bell. <laughs> after Chris Bell, it's Chris Bell's first on the list. <laughs> Get her, and then we'll talk. Yeah. Get her. We'll be BFFs. You know, I'll be her East Coast BFF. <laughs> so when she flies out to New York, we can go hang out, <laughs> hang out on Broadway and smoke cigarettes. <laughs> I don't think she smokes. I'll walk her dogs for her. I know she's got a ton of dogs. She's yeah. a pet lover. Okay. <sighs> Kristen Bell. <laughs> I'm not in the blinds, but she's just so perky and fun and 
cute. It's she's like to me America's sweetheart. Yeah, I could I can go with that. She's just adorable. Yeah. No scandals. No, not clean. She's an activist. Yeah. You know, she's got a, a heart of gold. Yeah. You know, I mean, I could probably work around that. <laughs> <laughs> you can always change the subject. Uh, yeah. You know, oh my God, I'm going to be doing this fundraiser for hobbies. Yeah, yeah, so how about that show? <laughs> like, no, no, that's great. But tell me more about myself. <laughs> you know, that Ed guy, he's pretty funny. No, you know you're lying. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Eric will join you on that. You can handle her. She's the. Eric, you can handle that part. I just want to, I want to be around for the laughs, the good times. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> All right. We'll get to that. That was a little teaser in the next episode. There you go. Good times. <laughs> I don't mind. All right. So we'll, we'll cut it off here so you guys can go download, start downloading part two. So if you want to contact Sean on anything we've talked about, and you, let me try it again. You want to talk to Sean? See, hey, I told you to mention the Christian Bell because everyone off Twitter. All right. Yeah. I'm all fluttery. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh. <laughs> anyway, if you want to contact Sean on anything we've talked about, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Of course, that means also means, too, if you get a hold of Kirsten Bell, Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. <laughs> <laughs> or you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com to go, oh, my God, why is he so successful with Kirsten Bell? <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to talk to Eric, then let him know how crazy we both are. <laughs> you can contact her at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. Like, oh, my God, Eric. You can go to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. And also go to our our webpage, wordsweekgeeks.com, to download past, present, and also future episodes. Who knows? Maybe Kristen Bell will be on one of those. <laughs> and you could also go to iTunes and download those episodes as well. And as always, if you don't already know, you can go to aquanetradio.com on Sunday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's, you know, for you people in France. I think that's five or six hours ahead. You guys are five or six hours ahead of us. Yeah. So it's like a nice midnight show. One o'clock, you're coming home from the cafe. Yeah. You're in the arms of your woman, or your fiance, <laughs> and you go home. Oh, baby, let's uh, let us listen to the geeksters. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, but you can catch us on AquanetRadio.com on Sunday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or iTunes Radio, TuneIn, or iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. All right, kids, we'll see you next episode. Dun, dun, dun. That's all, folks. 